Welcome to the Kingsway Christian Fellowship Home Service. We hope that you'll be blessed as you listen to this audio sermon streamed live from Melbourne, Australia. Kingsway Christian Fellowship is a family Bible-based non-denominational church preaching Jesus Christ, based in Wonturner. Visit www.kingswaychristianfellowship.com. Now here is Pastor Werner Schultz. Praise the Lord. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to our service this morning. And we believe the Lord is going to bless us through his word and through his spirit. Hallelujah. And I think everybody is looking forward when we can meet again together in uh, the church building. And I think the first step we evening and that would be great now this morning i want to speak on something and i want to go back actually on paul what he experienced and we can learn from him and um, i want to speak uh, and read the scripture in uh, x chapter 37 verse 39 and down to chapter 28, 1 to 10. Okay, X 27 from 39 down to chapter 28, verse 10. Let's read. When they came, they could not recognize the land, but it did observe a bay with a beach. And they resolved to drive the ship onto it if they could. And casting off the anchors, they left them in the sea while at the same time they were loosening the ropes of the rudders and hoisting the foresail to the wind. They were heading for the beach. By striking a reef where, was, where two seas met, they ran the vessel aground and the proud stuck fast and remained immovable by the stern, but the stern began to, broke, to be broken up from the force of the waves. The soldiers' plan was to kill the prisoners so that none of them would swim away and escape. But the centurion wanted to bring Paul safely through, kept him from, kept him from the intention and commanded that those who could swim should jump overboard first and get to land. And the rest should follow, some on planks and others on various things from the ship. And so it happened that they all were brought safely to land. Now chapter 28 from verse 1. When they had brought safely through, then we found out that the island was called Malta, and the natives showed us extraordinary kindness, for because of the rain had set in, and because of the cold, they kindled, or they kindled a fire 
and received all of us. But when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, a viper came out because of the heat and fastened itself on his hand. When the natives saw the creature hanging from his hand, they began saying to one another, Undoubtedly, this man is a murderer. And though he has been saved from the sea, justice has not allowed him to live. However, he shook the creature off into the fire and suffered no harm. But they were expecting that he was about to swell up or suddenly fall down after they had waited a long time and had seen nothing unusual happen to him, they changed their minds and began to say that he was a god. Now in the neighborhood of the lands belonging to the leading man of the island named Papius, who welcomed us and entertained us courteously three days. And it happened that the father of Papyrus was lying in bed, afflicted with re recurring fever and dysentery. And Paul went into him to see. And after he had prayed, he laid his hand on him and healed him. After this has happened, the rest of the people of the island who had diseases were coming to him and getting cured. They also honored us with many marks and respect. And when we were setting sail, they supplied us with all we needed. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this word and also for this experience Paul went through and how you let him so wonderfully, Lord, and your words you promised him that the uh, shift or that the people will get safely to land. And I thank you, Lord, that you will bless us this morning. I pray, give grace to speak your word, give grace to listen to your word, and also give grace to act upon your word. Lord, I thank you for your word. I bless your wonderful name. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord. Amen. Amen. Paul and 275 people landed safely on the island of Malta. Paul had a visitation of the angel of the Lord before and a confirmation that they should not fear anything that the Lord will bring them through, although the ship will be lost, as we have read already. Now we see interesting, when the Lord promises something, it comes to pass. We also have to learn hardship is hardship in our life is never purposeless. There's a reason sometimes why we go through hardship. There's a reason and the Lord brings us through and through this we went through, we will learn something and we see here what happened. It was also the same case with Jesus. And we read in, for example, in Mark chapter 4, the verses 35 
and 37. On that day when evening came, he said to them, that means to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. And now verse 27. And there rose a fierce gale of wind, and the waves were breaking over the boat so much that the boat was already filling up. Remember, Satan was trying to stop Jesus from meeting this man, this Gadarena, and this demoniac who was possessed with a, mil uh, with a legion of demons. Now this storm came, and Jesus stilled the storm. We see here, after we are uh, holding fast and uh, staying with the Lord, getting through the storm, getting through the hardship, there is blessings on the other side. And we know very clearly that Jesus set this man free, and he was then, when the people got a little bit anxious, because of their swine, they all drowned, but this man had been set free. The world standard of, of uh, value is different. The value God puts on a soul is more than any, any amount of a herd of swine. The soul has a value more than anything, has the value that Jesus Christ, gave his life and his blood for just if it were one soul on this earth. And that's the love of God. That's Calvary. And that's what Jesus did for us on the cross. Now, the storm was over and Paul experienced, or they experienced a shipwreck now, where they had to prepare everything to get to land. And we see here some were swimming, the others were going on planks, and the others were going on, on uh, anything they had to hold onto to swim over. Now, interestingly, the people were very, very kind to them there in Malta. And the situation was this it might have been winter time, rain and cold, and wind from the sea. Of course, they had all wet clothes and they were freezing and they lit up fire. And that was a good sign because these people in Malta welcomed these people who were shipwrecked. Now, it's very interesting. Uh, Paul, he was hands-on. He just didn't want to sit there and get served by all the others. No, he himself also uh, gathered some sticks and he participated on it. He was not sitting back and say, well, here we are, you should care for us. No. And he took this bundle or this bundle of um, sticks and threw it into the fire, was laying it on the fire. Of all of a sudden, out of the bundle, there came a viper, and this viper was clinging to his hand. Everyone saw what happening, and they thought now, and that's the false judgment people often do. And here, I must say, do not judge 
prematurely. The people saw this viper hanging on Paul's hand. Now, and they said, surely he is a murderer. Now he was able to escape the sea and now justice is going to come to get him. Now we know this was an act Paul did according what the Bible said very clearly. And now what do we see here? Let's read in chapter 28, the verses, verses 4 and 6. Now when the natives saw the creature hanging from his hand, they began saying to one another, undoubtedly this man is a murderer. And though he has escaped and saved from the sea, justice has not allowed him to live. However, he shook the creature, this viper, into the fire. And interesting here, and he suffered no harm. But they were expecting that he was about to swell up and suddenly fall down dead. But after they waited a long time and had seen nothing unusually happen to him, they changed their mind. And that's interesting, listen to this, and began to say he was a God. Interestingly, how the mind of people is so fickle once they say, and that was with Jesus, Hosanna, and the same crowd who called and was crying, Hosanna, said later on, crucify him, crucify him. Never ever rely on what people say about you. Rely on that what God and the Spirit of God says on you or to you. And that's important. Ministry here on Malta. Interesting, they, would, they saw that nothing happened to Paul. Paul, he was handling the situation correctly. And the serpent ended up in the fire where the great serpent, the devil, will end up one day as well, as the Bible speaks very clearly in Revelation, I think, chapter 20. Now here, what is so important for us? It's so important that we get rid, rid of any viper. We read in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 10. Therefore, since we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us also lay aside, and I want to say it a little bit stronger, throw aside, cast aside every encumbrance and the sin which so easily entangles us and run with endurance the race that is set before us. He also might experience from time to time that Satan is trying to get a hold on us. And the Bible speaks clearly that we should cast away all these things, besetting sins, 
are not a pet to be entertained. Besetting sins are like viper. And if you're struggling with besetting sins, there's only one thing, and it's this. This besetting sin has to be shaken off from you into the fire in the name of Jesus. That's why the Bible says in 1 John, we don't know what we will be when we see him, but we will be like him. Hallelujah. And there's a little sentence, many Christians overlook this sentence. And everyone who has this hope within, within himself, what does he do? He cleanses himself. That means he gets rid of any viper that is clinging to him. Throw it away. Don't play with it. Don't say, well, that's my bird. No, no. Jesus has set you free from all your sin and from all your iniquity. And that's what we learn here from Paul. Paul threw this viper into the fire. And that's so important. Do it like Paul. Shake ruthlessly any besetting sin from you and follow the Lord. Remember, in Paul's case, we read a very important remark. And the remark Mark was this, and he suffered no harm. Hallelujah. If you cast these besetting sins off you ruthlessly, and if you do it, you will suffer no harm. And you will be prepared that the Lord could use you in a wonderful way. Now we see here actually Mark 16, the verses 17 and 18 fully fulfilled. And we know all this scripture in Mark 16 and uh, verse 17 and 18. These signs will accompany those who have believed. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. Hallelujah. Have you ever experienced this? The wonderful infilling of the Holy Spirit or the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Then you were able to speak in other tongues and praise the Lord and serve him with all of your heart. Now they will pick up serpents, the Bible says, and that's what Jesus promised them. They will pick up persons, and any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. Interesting, in similar segments, it happened here with Paul. He, through this serpent, or this viper into the fire. He had victory over the viper. So you can have victory over, over the viper of your life as well. Remember, one thing is very important, and it's this. We need to have victory 
in our private life. If we don't have victory in the small or on the small screen, we will never have victory on the big screen. When we're standing perhaps in a crowd of people and want to confess the power of God, Jesus was able to have victory in his own backyard. Remember when Jesus was in the wilderness and Satan tempted him with all sorts of temptations. Now, Jesus was able to conquer Satan in his private backyard. Before Jesus conquered Satan, sin, death, and hell on the cross, he conquered Satan in his private life. So that's so important. And let's pray and seek the Lord and throw all these vipers that is trying that they are trying to cling to you, throw them into the fire ruthlessly, and the Lord will bless you. Now, after Jesus did not yield in anything Satan tempted him with, Jesus was able to conquer Satan on the cross. Now we see in Matthew chapter 4. That's the wonderful end when Jesus was in the wilderness. And we read there in Matthew chapter 4, verse 11. Then the devil left him. And behold, angels came and began to minister to him. Okay? We see very clearly that Jesus conquered Satan and angels came and they ministered to him. Interesting here, God's ministry on this island was extended and God extended his hand for healing. And it's interesting, when they saw what happened to Paul and Paul had victory over this viper. Then there was a man and his name was Publius. He was an influential man on the island. He had certain um, areas that belonged to him. And this man, he was influential and he was ill. Paul went into him and we read there Verse 8, and it happened that the father of Publius was lying in bed. That means the father, not Publius himself, was lying in bed, afflicted with recurring fever and dysentery. And Paul went in to see him, and after he had prayed, he laid his hand on him and healed him. Their hands that threw the serpent into the fire, where hence God could use to heal this man. And we see here, this was like a fire that went over the whole island. And we read, after this happened, the rest of the people of the island who had diseases 
by coming to him and getting cured. How wonderful it was here that Paul was able to minister to them in the wonderful name of Jesus. Healing was flowing and we see the blessings, okay? As I said before, any hardship in our lives is not purposeless. Have you understand it? There is a purpose behind. And the purpose is this. God wants to use you somewhere else as it was here in this case on Malta. Nobody knew what this island was about. But how wonderfully used the Lord Paul. And God extended his hand for healing. And that's wonderful. Remember Samson? He had to fight the lion before he got the sweet honey. Do you remember? Yes? And this was one of his riddles he had. Out of the belly of the strong one came honey. First he had to come conquer the lion and then there was blessing and the sweetness of God. Hallelujah. Now God may bless, bless us and especially if you have got difficulties, put it into the Lord's hand. And if you have troubles with um, serpents hanging onto your hands, throw it into the fire in the name of Jesus. And the Lord will bless you and you will see his hand will be upon you in the precious and wonderful name of Jesus. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you. You know each and every one, Lord, who listened to this word. And I pray, Lord Jesus, if there's anyone who has got a viper hanging on his hand and trying to get a hold of this brother or sister, I pray, Lord Jesus, that you will bless them right now with faith in you and Lord that he or she might throw this viper into the, the fire and I thank the Lord that you bless each and everyone hallelujah what a great great savior you are Lord we thank you that you will make us a blessing wherever you have put us in the precious and wonderful name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you.